So it's very nice to see you all. And as you already know, because you'll have picked up several times that we're doing a series on fruits of the spirit, right? Um, and the good news today is that we're doing fruits of the spirit, and it's not fruits of Sarah, it's not fruits of Caleb, not even fruits of James, it's fruits of the spirit, which means that actually we can breathe a sigh of relief because it's the job of the spirit to grow that fruit. It's not our job, it's the job of the spirit. We just allow it to happen. Isn't that good news to start with? I've got some nods, I've got firm nods, that's great, that's great. So let's breathe a sigh of relief as we start looking at this together. Now, we're starting with joy today, aren't we? Let me see your joyful faces. No, no, not, not good enough. <laughs> but actually, um, I've sat through many talks in church. I've grown up in church. I've been in church a good while. And I've sat through a lot of talks about joy. And I always thought, every single time, I thought, don't tell me to have joy. I thought, if you knew, if you knew what was going on in my life, you would not be telling me to feel joyful. You wouldn't be telling me to smile and be joyful. So I've just, if you're in that place, it's okay. I know what that feels like, so it's okay. But I think there are some church traditions that almost fixate on this joy thing, aren't they? It's like when you turn up on a Sunday, you have to be very smiley and happy and you have to be full of joy and you're not allowed to be real. Well, that's what it can feel like. I... Um, I went to a Pentecostal Bible college, which is obviously a very joyful place. Um, and one of the tutors that I had, actually a wonderful man, I really, really like him, but he used to uh, just wander around the place. And I used to be sat like in the coffee room and he'd wander through going, deep joy, deep joy. And it was a bit insane. And um, me and my friend, we were, used to talk to each other and go, do you think he's gonna have a breakdown? Like, is this normal? It was like a bit much. So we were quite concerned about him, but he still hasn't as far as I know, so good for him. But I think if you kind of look around the place actually today, and even if you just look at me, you'll realize that we all have our issues and we all have stuff going on. And that's okay because we're not saying today that we're trying to feel joyful. We're not talking about an emotion or a feeling. We're not saying we need to feel joyful and all the rubbish that's going on, we need to ignore it. That's not what we're saying. We're not burying our heads in the sand. We're not ignoring our circumstances. And we're definitely not painting on a smile for each other when we turn up at church on Sunday. That's not what this is about at all. But actually it's about allowing the spirit to grow joy within us. It's allowing the spirit to grow that joy within each one of us. And it's about living in the truth of God's grace. God's grace for each of us. Despite whatever else might be going on, it's about knowing that we live in God's grace and truth. And that is a beautiful thing and the source of our joy. But we're going to unpack that in a little minute. Because first of all, and quite predictably, I suppose, I'm going to tell you about one of the greatest joys of my life. And it, sound, it sounds extreme, but it's not. Oh, look at that. It's a nice car, isn't it? That's my car, obviously. Um, it's not. It's not. Um, I want to take you back to 2009, the 24th of April, to be very precise, because I remember dates. It's not in my notes. I just know that. Um, I passed my driving test. In, in that, not in that. No. Um, so I passed my driving test and I started learning to drive in April 2004. So it took me a whole five years, which is quite a long time. It's longer than the average person to learn to drive, right? 
So um, quite risky, you might say. And I have to say, I, I passed my sixth test. So I, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, if you've been in a car with me, you'll, you'll realise that that's probably very true. Um, so I failed five tests. Uh, Kate did as well. Did you, Kate? Oh, wow, we're, we're car-driving twins. That's why you're so bad. That's wonderful. Um, so, yeah, I passed on my sixth test, and the joy I felt at finally passing was, like, incredible. I could not believe that I had finally achieved this thing that I didn't think I was going to. And, you know, I wanted to pass, like, first or second time to beat my brother, who passed on his third, but I didn't. So that's okay. I can live with that disappointment. But the joy of being able to drive, for me, is still quite incredible. I used to sit in my car regularly and just smile. <laughs> I, st I still do, uh, but not as much. But I used to sit there regularly and go, oh, my goodness, I'm allowed to drive. What a life. And I, I still sometimes sit in my car and just take it all in. I'm like, this, this is amazing. People let me drive. Like, people don't want to be my passenger, and fair enough. But I still think it's quite amazing. But I don't think it's as fully amazing as I first did. So I've been driving for 13 years now. And, you know, it's kind of worn off a little bit. I don't think it's quite as great as I used to. And actually, I think that's a lot like our Christian walks, isn't it? You know, the first time that maybe we came to faith, or the first time we came to a church that we love, which we're all in right now, um, the first time that happened, it's like we discovered God's love for the first time, and it like blows your mind. You go, wow, this is incredible. And the first time you find out you've got a church family around you that care for you, wow. Especially, you know, if we're from backgrounds where we don't have families or families are difficult, but to have a family around you, it's incredible. To find a place where you belong, wow. It's all about sharing life together, isn't it? And suddenly, of course, we realize our future. When we come to faith, we go, oh, wow, I've got a whole future ahead of me, and God's with me. And these things give us such joy that first time when we come to faith, when we come to a church, when we experience those things, we really experience that deep joy. But actually, I think over time, it gets more difficult to sort of engage with that. It's, it's, like, it's like me and my driving. It's like we start to take it for granted. But actually, the source of our joy is what Jesus has done for us already and what Jesus continues to do for us. And the joy is like our inner response. It's an inner response that we have. It's not like it's not an emotion or a feeling exactly. It's not like, like other emotions or feelings we think about, but it's this inner response. It's a concrete truth to God's grace in our lives. It's just our natural human response. And that joy that we experience draws us back to God over and over again. Because if something is wonderful, if you experience something wonderful, of course you want more. So I guess the question is, how do we access this joy? How do we allow that joy to grow within us? What can we do? And how do we not take it for granted? Because it becomes so easy to take things for granted when we get used to stuff. Well, you'll be pleased to know that I've got three points that will help us, because we love a three-point sermon, don't we? We do, yeah, well, there we go. Got some strong nods. <laughs> um, the first one, is really simply about drawing closer to God. 
And of course, it's a trick question, isn't it? Of course, it's drawing closer to God because it's the Holy Spirit that does the growing. I've already said that. So we know that, don't we? It's the Holy Spirit that does the growing within us. So actually, just simply drawing closer to God enables that joy to grow more and more. And I've picked this picture because, for me, that's, that's studying, really. Like, reading different books and reading the Bible and really digging into what something means, that's how one of the ways that I really encounter God. It, like, blows my mind and I go, oh, my goodness, I'd never realized it like that before. And I just find it incredible. But... For other people, it might be walking. Like, I know a lot of people like walking and admiring creation, and there's so much beauty in the world to see. And if that's what makes you feel close to God, then do that. Maybe it's contemplation. Maybe it's, maybe it's coming to church on a Sunday, which, of course, for all of you it is. You're all experiencing joy. I can see it. But there are so many different ways that we experience that joy through drawing close to God. And I think that's, you know, our first and most important point, really. It's about spending time with him. Because the more that you spend time with God, the natural response within us is to just keep going, oh, wow. The more you find out about God, the, the more amazing he is and the more joy we experience. And the second point is about really stepping into who God says that you are. I really like this image. <laughs> Feels like there's a lot of steps, but just taking one little step, taking that one step into who God says that you are. And we've been singing about it. And I'm always talking about this. I have to say, it's like my thing. But it's about changing our life narrative, isn't it? You know, because suddenly, when we know the one who made us, everything starts to make more sense. We get a better sense of who we are which is a bit crazy. Like I, um, my dad was around last weekend, and some of you met him. And, <laughs> I mean, Shane, as soon, as soon as you met my dad, you went, oh, yeah, 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 I can see that. <laughs> I look a lot like my dad. I sound like him. We have the same mannerisms. It's a bit much, to be honest, so I'm glad he lives further away. But um, it makes sense. Like, when you meet my dad, you go, yeah, yeah, you make more sense now. And when you meet my mum, then you really think, wow, that makes sense now. But this is really the case. Like, when we know God, we make more sense. We can make more sense of ourselves. And so actually, learning to step into who God says you are, you're his beloved child, and listening to those things that maybe you're gifted in that you don't even realise yet, but learning what those things are as you press into God. It's such a joy to be who you were made to be. And the third one is about telling your story. Now, I told you about my driving earlier, and although embarrassing it is, it still brings me joy to tell other people about that joy. <laughs> to tell people, I can drive! Wow! <laughs> but like telling our story is so important because when we retell our stories and we go, Oh, it's like we remember again, isn't it? It's like we experience it again. We go, oh, that was incredible, actually. Wow, that really did happen. Wow, God really has done all this for me. And it's such an amazing thing. And so we tell our story. And even if, even if you're going, do you know what? I don't know what God's doing in my life at the moment. You can still go, but I know that God's with me. And I know that Jesus died for me and rose again, and I know 
that I'm reconciled to God because of that. And that's a great story. (laughs) That's such a good story. But we can all talk about what God is doing in our lives and we can try and figure it out with each other even. And I think that brings us so much joy. And I think that these three things help us to be a fertile ground for the Holy Spirit to grow that joy within us. And it is the Holy Spirit that grows the joy. It's not us. But we can carry that joy with us. As long as we're that fertile ground, we carry it with us and we know that God is with us in all situations. We know that that joy is present. And growing it in us means that actually it helps us to face difficult situations. When life is hard, having that means it just makes it that little bit easier to get through a day. There's that verse in Nehemiah, isn't it, where it says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And actually, the joy of the Lord can be our strength today as well. And we are going to have a short time of response today. Um, so if, if you're regularly in Top Church, you will know that response times are usually quiet and maybe slightly more contemplative. But today, because we're talking about joy, I thought it would be fun to talk to each other. So that's not, I know, I know, it's very alarming. So if I were you, I'd start looking around and trying to make eye contact with somebody you'd like to talk to. And if there's nobody, there will be a get-out clause, so don't worry. So this is going to involve talking to just one other person, maybe two other people if you'd prefer, for just two minutes. It's only two minutes. And the questions will be on the screen. Joe, if you could put that last slide back up, that would be lovely. And so we're going to talk to one other person. And there are those three questions. So you don't have to answer all of them. You can focus on one. You can go for all three if you're a quick talker. So I want you to say to somebody else, actually, as we think about our own stories, what is it that God has done for you? What is it that God's done for you and is doing in your life? Who does God say that you are? And there are easy answers out of all of these if they feel deep. It's okay. You can go for the easy answers, I promise. And what is it that brings you joy? What is it that brings you joy in your life? So in a moment, I'll give you another minute to process what's happening, talking to one another. We're going to do that. And then uh, Dave and Nikki are going to lead us in a song. Um, And during that, if you'd like to light a candle, then you'd be very welcome to, just as a symbolic drawing closer to God. And if you would prefer not to talk to anyone, or if you would genuinely like to just take this moment to draw closer to God and go, actually, this is what I need to do today, then please do do that. So I'm just going to pray, and then we are going to talk to one another. So God, we thank you so much that you are with us. We thank you that you grow the joy of the Lord in us. And Jesus, we, help, we pray that you would help us to retell our stories, to draw closer to you, and to step more into who you say that we are. Amen.